0: Hey, this is Paul with 104 lord and if you enjoy the show and if it's a blessing to you, if you'd like to support it, just go ahead and click on that support tab. And if you'd like to have your faith encouraged, go and listen to the episode called How God Answered My Seven-Point Prayer, and uh, I think you'll be amazed at how good God is in spite of how foolish we are. So uh, again, that's How God Answered My Seven-Point Prayer. That episode, and that's a prayer that had seven specific details that God answered every single one. So, and again, as always, grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Hey, everybody, it's Paul with 104 Lord, and today I'm coming to you from my home in South Louisiana, I'm off for the weekend, and spending some precious home time. With my wife and my two daughters, and uh, today we read in Acts chapter three and chapter four, and we're going through the book of Acts. We're gonna. The plan is that we're gonna read through the book of Acts, and then we're gonna read through all of the church epistles um, over the next few months, I suppose. And uh, as we read through those, um, you know, we'll we'll read a few verses, and not all then we'll stop, and I'll. Explain and expound upon what we're reading, and and um, man, it's just so rich. We're getting so much out of it, and the Book of Acts is it. I, I call it the action adventure story of the church because a lot of really exciting things happen in the Book of Acts. So, but what I wanted to talk about today, and and it just was so urgent when when we were looking at this. That I didn't want to forget about it. Uh, I didn't want to get caught up in when I go back out on the road and in what I'm doing and, and lose sight of what what came to me today. But is the the aspect of deeds and words together. Now, if you listen to some people, they'll tell you that you don't really need to to uh, proactively. Share the gospel with people. You just, do, just need to do nice things, right? Just to let, let, your, let your actions, let your life uh, proclaim the gospel. There's just there's one problem that because it's really only half of the story. And if if all you do is good deeds, and you never tell them why, you never tell them about Jesus Christ, you never tell them about salvation then the deeds are, are, are all well and nice, but they just go away thinking, oh, you're a really good person. And that's actually the opposite <laughs> message that we want to convey. We don't want to glorify ourselves. We don't want people to think so much uh, well of us, but we want them to think well of Christ. We want them, We and and, and I'll just kind of, let the cat out of the bag as to what the theme of this message is going to be today is. And that's just simply this good deeds are there to open the door for the gospel. Okay. That's why we do good deeds. Um, And it's always good to do good, right? There's, (laughs) there's never a a bad time to do good, but we have to remember that, that we are instructed over and over again in scripture to have an eternal focus, to have a kingdom focus. And if people, if if they just see your deeds, but you never say the words, you never give them a gospel track, talk to them about Jesus or anything, then they could still end up in hell, right? Because you, you've only done part of the job. And what I want to do is I want to show this to you in Acts chapter 3 today. And, uh, it's nice not being, uh, in a truck run down the road. Cause I can actually read scripture to you. Um, but this, excuse me, is just a, uh, well, it's chapter four. It begins, the record begins in chapter three and it goes over to chapter four and it's when Peter and John healed the man, uh, at the temple and all the people ran up to them in in Solomon's porch and, the The healing of this crippled man who had been crippled for a very long time, and everyone knew about this guy, and he was miraculously healed by the name of Jesus Christ, the risen Lord and Messiah, Jesus Christ. Well, that caused quite a stir, and the result of that good deed done to that lame man, who was crippled his probably his whole life, or at least very many years of it. The result of that was that it opened a door for them to preach the gospel, okay? Because they had everyone's attention, right? And they had everyone's attention, and they saw this this act of grace, this act of the power of God and the compassion of God in this man's life, and it was this great platform from which to preach the gospel of salvation, because... You know, as great as it is when people get healed and as great as it is when people get delivered, uh, if people don't hear the gospel and believe and get saved, that's a temporary healing. That's a temporary deliverance, right? So God cares about those things. God cares about the, the, the temporal things in our lives, but his priority is the eternal things, right? And so when we can when we can be vessels of God's mercy in the temporal things, we need to view that as an opportunity to introduce them to eternal things. Cause that is a far greater benefit to them. Okay. So, so, you know, we're, we're, we're going to pick it up here in, um, in verse nine of chapter four. It's said, uh, now they're, they're, they healed the man, they preached. It says up in verse 4 of chapter 4 that after they preached the gospel, after, the, after healing this man, that 5,000 men got saved. Okay, that's a pretty effective platform for preaching the gospel, I think. Um, and in verse 9... Because they had been they'd been pulled aside by the the religious leaders who weren't too happy about this, the the religious elders, the the high priest and his relatives and all the the big wigs and heavy hitters in the religious community, they weren't too happy that this man had been healed in the name of Jesus. And so Peter says, Let's go to verse eight. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, You rulers of the elder of the people and the elders of Israel, Verse 9, if we this day be examined of the good deed, the what? Good deed done to this impotent man, by what means he is made whole, be it known unto you and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him does this man stand before you whole. Boom, there you go, you got it. Deeds and words the good deed done to this infinite man, right The good deeds are a platform for the good words. good deeds and good words, right And so you may not have a a, a spiritual gift of miraculous you know the, the ability to to miraculously heal people, right? I mean, we can all pray for people, of course, right? But, you know, the apostles just said, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up. And he took him by the hand, guy stands up, and he jumps up and starts running around, jumping up and down, leaping for joy and praising God. Um, So, you know, you may not necessarily have a, a gift like that to miraculously heal people like Peter did, but whatever you can do, whatever God has is gifted you with in this life uh, of opportunity and ability to do good you should use that and i should use that to the best of my ability as an open door to share the gospel okay because you know if we really love people we have to want them to know the truth and have eternal life and not be in hell okay if you really care about people, you should care about their soul. so but I wanted to show you that because you've got this direct connection between a good deed, the healing the man, and the preaching of Jesus Christ in the resurrection okay uh, then Peter goes on to say, this is the stone which is set a naught of you builders, which has become head of the corner, neither is there salvation in any other man that's a that's a strong gospel message Peter's preaching. There's no equivocation. There's no, you know, uh, you know, a hundred different ways to get to heaven. No, no, there's no, there's salvation not in any other. Well, there is none other name under heaven given by when, whereby we must be saved. So that's just powerful, y'all. And that's something we need to really understand because, you know, I'll see things on Facebook or, other places where well, I hear people talking, you know, and, and they'll quote some religious leader from back, you know, back in, you know, 300 or 400 A.D. that said some very pious sounding thing. Um, but the problem is that pious sounding thing that he said doesn't match with scripture. So. While it's true that words alone aren't the answer, but neither are deeds, OK. Uh, Jesus said, "Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven." So, the the deed needs to be connected with the message about the Father. It, it needs to lead people to the Father. And over and over again, you see in Jesus's ministry, in the ministry of his the those who he sent out. You know, the, he sent out the the twelve at first, and then the seventy. So he sent them out to do good, to heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils, and to preach the gospel. Right? It's deeds and words. So let's remember that. You know, we, we don't sometimes we we get real busy, and as a truck driver, uh, we don't have a lot of contact with people very much. And usually when we do, it's, it's very quick, it's very, we're in and out, right? I mean, you might have an opportunity on the CB, but other than that, we don't, we don't really get a lot of time to hang out with people when we're on the road. But, you know, gospel checks are, are a good way to get the gospel in front of somebody. You might not be the one who, who harvests, you might not be the one who, quote unquote, you know, leads them to the Lord. But, I, you know I, know, I don't know if I even like that term. Because a lot of times when a person is ready to say yes to Jesus, it's because a whole bunch of people before that moment were, went before them and planted that seed of the gospel in their life. Planted that seed of good deeds and good words, right? The good deeds of acts of kindness and generosity and love along with the good words of the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ and, and giving people an understanding that, that we are, we're sinners, we're guilty sinners, and we need a Savior, and his name's Jesus. He's the only one that went to the cross for our sins, not his, and paid for our sins on that cross so that we might be saved. And that he is alive. He was raised from the dead, and he's alive today, and he wants to be your best friend. And I can tell you personally, he's the best friend I've ever had absolutely for sure I've, there's no there's never been a better friend like the song said there's no um uh, what is that what is that old song there's not a friend like the lowly jesus no not one no not one and that is for sure so uh let's just remember that as we go through our lives that you know deeds and words okay do kindness do acts of service Show generosity, um, and use it as an opening door. And it, it, that doesn't mean you slam the door open and you know shove the gospel down somebody's throat. But it means when the when when the opportunity is there for you to do good and you have that person's attention, you you've created that sense of goodwill between you and that person. Don't miss that opportunity. Don't miss that opportunity to tell them about Jesus. And if you need to learn how, there's some great ways to do that. Um, Living Waters, The Way of the Master, uh, Ray Comfort and Kirk Cameron, they put together some great evangelism training that uh, I think is just top notch. uh, It's very biblical. Uh, There's some other good stuff out there. And one of the other things that they do is uh, they've got some terrific gospel tracts that do an excellent job. I, there's one called, Are You a Good Person? It's like a little cartoon track. And um, it's very effective. There's others. They have million-dollar bill tracks where it's it looks like a million-dollar bill. And it's not counterfeit because there, there are no million-dollar bills. But it looks like real money. And so they're like, oh, wow, that's so cool. And they flip it over. And I've had so many people. They take it. They turn it around. And they'll read the track right there in front of you. I mean... And it's just so neat. They love it, and they'll thank you. You know, they're thanking you for giving them the track. So, really cool. Um, just don't give it in. A, like, if you're gonna at a restaurant, and you're gonna tip somebody. Don't make it part of the tip because let's just. It's kind of like a psych out thing, right? I give it at a register, like at a truck stop, at loves or something like that. Hey, I say, hey, did you get one of these million dollar bills? Or you know, or, hey, can you break a million dollar bill? And they always laugh, they get a kick out of it, and they love them. They, I've had people ask for more. So those are a couple of things. Um, Living Waters has got some great, great tools for evangelism and some great training as well. So, you know, keep in mind, like I did on that earlier episode, you know, we've got hours of service for Jesus, and that's called our life, okay? That's our hours of service, that's our clock. And once the clock is over, it's over. Once that clock is up, we can't drive no more, okay? We can't there's there's no more opportunity to serve the Lord once this life ends. So let's the let's make the most of our clock. Let's make the most of this life and this opportunity to live for Jesus and to serve him and to make him known, right? So that when we when we stand before, you know, our our, our manager in heaven, we get to hear him say, well done, good and faithful truck driver, right? I'm being you know a little metaphorical here, but you get the idea. you know Jesus used metaphors and parables all the time in his teachings. so um, and that that's such a reality, though, that this life is our clock, and we need to use that clock for the kingdom, for eternal things, and to live for Jesus Christ and to make him known. And to love our neighbor as ourself by letting them know the good news of Jesus Christ. And uh, if y'all need uh, any other suggestions or anything, my email is 104 at gmail.com. That's T-E-N-F-O-U-R-L-O-R-D at gmail.com. And I'd love to get your comments, your questions, testimonies of answered prayer. If you have a prayer request, you can send that as well. And uh, we sure love y'all. And God bless be safe out there. A grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus Christ. The million dollar question. Well, here's the million dollar question. Will you go to heaven when you die? Here's a quick test. Have you ever lied, stolen, used God's name in vain? Jesus said, whoever looks at a woman to lust after her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If you have done these things, God sees you as a lying, thieving, blasphemous, adulterate at heart. And the Bible warns that one day God will punish you in the terrible place called hell. But God is not willing that any should perish. Sinners broke God's law, and Jesus paid their fine. This means that God can legally dismiss your case. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Then Jesus rose from the dead, defeating death. Today, repent and trust Jesus, and God will give you eternal life as a free gift. Then read the Bible every day and obey it. God will never fail you.